chapter eight of young people's treasury volume six famous travels and adventures by hamilton wright maybe this librivox recording is in the public domain recording by betty b sir walter raleigh's explorations in guiana by thomas frost raleigh sailed from plymouth february sixth fifteen ninety five in his own ship accompanied by a small bark commanded by captain cross he arrived at trinidad on march twenty eighth and leaving the ships at anchor off point curiapis explored the coast of the island in his barge entering every creek and finding oysters growing on the branches of trees as described by pliny entering port of spain he gleaned all the information he could from the spanish soldiers of the garrison who having he says been many years without wine a few draughts made them merry in which mood they vaunted of guiana and the riches thereof and all they knew of the ways and passages having captured the town of san joseph by a night assault and destroyed it with fire he returned to his anchorage carrying with him as a prisoner the governor of the place from whom he elicited all the information he could concerning the navigation of the orinoco and the supposed situation of el dorado being joined by two ships under the command of captains gifford and chemus and a small bark commanded by captain caulfield he at length prepared to ascend the orinoco in quest of the golden city the island of trinidad is situated at the mouth of the gulf of para in the southwest corner of which is the bay of guanipa into which flows the stream that bounds the great delta of the orinoco on the west casting anchor in this bay raleigh sent giffard and caulfield to the capuri but they could not pass the sands that obstructed its mouth he then sent the master of the lion's whelp one of the boats to try the passage of the river amana at the bottom of the bay of guanipa but he being frightened by a report that the natives were ferocious cannibals beat a quick retreat and informed raleigh that the amana was as impracticable as the capuri he next had a gallego cut down so as to draw only five feet of water and sent the master to explore the navigation in another direction the result of this survey was the discovery of four channels one of which was as wide as the thames at woolwich but all shallow raleigh now resolved upon a boating expedition and started with one hundred men under the guidance of an indian who undertook to pilot them into the orinoco but says raleigh of that which he entered he was utterly ignorant for he had not seen it for twelve years before but it chanced that entering into a river which because it had no name we called the river of the red cross ourselves being the first christians that ever came therein on may twenty second we espied a small canoe with three indians which i overtook before they could cross the river the rest of the people on the banks gazed on with a doubtful fear but when they perceived that we offered them no violence they began to offer to traffic with us for such things as they had as we drew near the bank they all stayed and we came with our barge to the mouth of a little creek which came from their town into the great river here the indian pilot and his brother went ashore for wine and fruit and were nearly slain the chief of that district being angry with them for bringing strangers into the country an old indian was seized as a hostage for the safe return of the pilot and was installed in the latter's place 
under the guidance of this old man the expedition ascended the river with the tide on the third day the galley grounded and could not be hauled off until all the ballast was cast out next day they entered the river amana where there was no tide and the current ran so strong that rowing became hard work the explorers persevered for three days about an hour after midnight lights were observed ahead and soon afterwards a village was reached most of the inhabitants were absent having accompanied the chief on an expedition to the head of the orinoco but bread fish and poultry were obtained and the explorers rested and refreshed themselves daylight showed them that they were in a very beautiful country continuing the ascent of the river they saw four canoes and gave chase and overtaking them took one of the men for a pilot and sent back their former pilots in one of the canoes on the fifteenth day they discovered afar off the mountains of guiana to our great joy and toward evening came in sight of the orinoco anchoring for the night they landed on the sands where they found thousands of turtles eggs the following morning a chief came to them with thirty or forty of the men of his tribe and conducted them to his village where some of our captains caroused of his wine until they were reasonably pleasant the chief provided raleigh with a pilot under whose guidance the adventurers began to ascend the orinoco passing the island of asapana they anchored at night by the island of okewita and on the following night by the island of putapaima choosing islands rather than the main banks to anchor under on account of their being better for fishing and abounding in turtles eggs on the following day they surveyed the country on the right which the indian pilot said was the great plain of sema stretching northward to cumana and caracas they anchored at night off the opposite bank and on the following night near a village the chief of which visited them the next morning attended by many of his people bringing venison pork poultry fish fruit vegetables and bread this cazique who said he was one hundred and ten and had walked fourteen miles to see them also presented raleigh with an armadillo and several parakeets one of which was no bigger than a wren on the following night they anchored off the island of kayama and next day reached the mouth of the Karoli, which was so shallow that the barge could not get in the adventurers encamped on the bank therefore and having received some supplies of food from a neighboring chief divided themselves into three parties one party commanded by captain widden searched for gold some of the gentlemen volunteers ascended the river by land and raleigh himself set off to view the falls of Karoli, finding them very beautiful as well as the country around about them captain widden found some stones which were thought to be sapphires but says raleigh whether it be crystal of the mountains bristol diamond or sapphire i do not yet know but i hope the best the ascent of the orinoco was not continued beyond this point the wet season had commenced and the river was rising daily while the explorers were exposed to almost incessant showers of rain and violent gusts of wind raleigh determined to rejoin his ships first collecting some specimens of gold ore and leaving a man and a boy in the village of the centenarian cacique to learn the language of the indians he would not leave the orinoco however without learning all he could of the natural features and products of that region he made another excursion inland finding the woods full of deer and the rivers alive with fish and fowl he went no farther himself 
but leaving captain kemis to complete the survey in that direction returned to the orinoco and entered a branch of the winnicapura he had received a report of a marvellous mountain of crystal and wished to see it the chief of the next village at which he arrived offered to furnish a guide to the crystal mountain but his visit was made at the time of a native festival and we found them all as drunk as beggars the adventurers being weary and athirst joined in the carouse and the crystal mountain seems to have been forgotten having obtained a supply of provisions and wine the descent of the river was continued in a violent thunderstorm and the next day they reached the island of asapana where they feasted on the armadillo storm now succeeded storm but the strength of the current enabled them to run one hundred miles daily and the following night they anchored at the mouth of the capuri when they reached the bay of guanipa where the ships had been left at anchor they found them gone so they rowed by night across the mouth of the estuary and on the following morning had trinidad in sight where they found the vessel safely anchored returning to england raleigh was mortified to find that little regard was paid to his narrative of his discoveries either by the queen or by the nation he had not related the result of the journey of captain kemis to the gold mountains but when he had been several years in the tower for his participation in the conspiracy against james i he disseminated a report of a rich gold mine which he had discovered in guiana and the tide of public sympathy at once turned in his favour james gave little credit to the report but ordered raleigh's release and subsequently gave him permission to lead a second expedition to the orinoco with the stipulation not to attack any spanish settlement the disastrous result of this second expedition is matter of history raleigh on reaching the mouth of the orinoco sent a force under his son and captain kemis to attack the spanish settlement of san tomas which was taken by assault and destroyed by fire though kemis pretended to be well acquainted with the locality of the gold mine and to be within a few miles of it he refused to lead his followers to it and returned to the ships what passed between him and raleigh is unknown but kemis retired to his cabin and committed suicide while the disappointment felt by their followers was so great that they resolved to return to england and take raleigh with them to answer to the king for his depredations against the spanish nation on the return of the expedition the spanish court was clamorous against raleigh and as he had not been pardoned by the king the warrant for his execution was signed and the sentence was carried out which had been hanging over him for years End of chapter 8